Hey, it's Lucy Shrimpton, founder of The Sleep Nanny, and welcome to The Sleep Nanny Show podcast. I aim to serve you with the ideas, strategies, and inspiration to help you and your family sleep soundly so you can live healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. Being a parent is something for you to treasure, and getting the whole family sleeping well is a vital key in being able to do this without exhaustion, poor health, and the whole experience being a blur to look back on. So tool up, take the lead, and I hope this episode helps you. So today at The Sleep Nanny, we have some of our amazing twin mums on the line with us. Um, it always fascinates me uh, how twin mums cope, coping with two really close in age myself. Um, I get a bit of a feel of what that's like, but it's, it's not the same. And, you know, twins is a very unique um situation to be in and the things that we can do when we're trying to help our little ones sleep um is it's one thing when you're dealing with one on their own but when you're dealing with two and tag teaming and whatever else um yeah i can only imagine uh, the juggle that that must bring so um let's hear it from the mums themselves we've got eileen and sally-ann on with us who are both certified sleep nanny consultants um, and they're going to share some amazing insights with you um about their twin experiences really so let's start um hi ladies and thanks for joining us hi hello thanks for having me oh thank you so First of all, let's have a little chat just about the main sleep challenges that you have experienced with twins, really from sort of newborn stage through to where you are today. So, um, I mean, first of all, Eileen, how, how old are your twins now? Um, so they were two on Valentine's Day. So, yeah, okay. we have in our house. <laughs> so they're two-year-old twins. So, gosh, two-year-olds would juggle anyway. So double trouble. Yeah. Um, and do you remember right back at the start, sort of newborn stage, uh, you know, what it was like with sleep and how did you juggle that? What did that look like? Yeah, it was tricky because um, we didn't have a clue. Um, the twins are our, are our first born. Um, so we were clueless as to what to do. And, you know, you kind of think, OK, let's try and keep them in the same routine, you know, feed them together, put them to sleep together at the same time. Uh, and you think right that's what that's how it's going to run and then that's not how it runs and they sleep at different times and they wake at different times to be fed at different times so I think logistically when they were really little we were you know just trying to get our bearings and what they needed and giving them all the right things at the right time but also trying to keep some form of routine so that we were able to manage it especially when um when Dave went back to work and I was with them on my own um, and I thought how am I going to you know, bottle feed two children and how am I going to settle two children to sleep when it's just me and there's two of them. So I think when they were really little, I think that was not knowing the right things to do. And uh, I think that was the biggest thing for me in terms of um, confidence as well and how to approach things and knowing the right things um, to do. So for me, that was probably the biggest thing, not knowing what I was doing. <laughs> not knowing, yeah, the unknown and the new. And even if you had had one before it would still be a whole new you know experience or two but going in first time parent with twins um yeah i can imagine it was daunting was there anything that you found really helped you or you know was there any sort of light bulb moment or something that, a, a rhythm you got into or a technique you discovered or something that you just felt like 
yeah, this is helping. This is this is you know helping me juggle the two. I don't. It could even be as simple as how you would hold them or how you would put them down. Was there anything that that helped? Yeah. So we we got into and now I realise um, now that I've done some training, I realised it was yeah. a horrendous habit, and we actually just like made things loads worse for ourselves. But at the time, oh. it seemed to be working. Mm-hmm. So we would put them in their in their bouncers, and we would sit on the sofa, and we would use our feet and bounce them at the same time. Oh. And we would settle. They would tend to settle quite quickly with the movement and the motion of the bouncer. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, but then they obviously got quite connected with that being yeah. a, a way to fall asleep. So then when they weren't being bounced, they were quite unhappy. Um, so yeah, but for us at the time, that's what worked. And we would stick them in the bouncers and it's something that we could manage. You know, if there was just one of us around, then we could just bounce the two of them at the s- simultaneously. So that's what we ended up doing. But yeah, there's loads of different things you can do, but logistically it is really difficult when there's only one of you. And I didn't breastfeed my two, they were bottle fed, so I did the same in the in the bouncers. I would sit with them facing me in, in the bouncers, one either side, and I would just hold a bottle in each of their mouths. Um, so yeah, it's just trying to, <laughs> trying to work out the logistics. They went back to work and I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> it's not easy. Um, yeah, it's just finding finding things that work. So that's what worked for us at the time. So yeah, amazing. I always joke that when you become a mum, it's like you need to grow an extra arm. And if you had an extra arm for every child, and gosh, twins, you need you really need more hands on deck. Absolutely. Um, that's really really interesting. So Sally Ann, same same question really. Um, how old are your twins now? Oh, hold on, I pressed the wrong button. No, I haven't. My, my twins are um, sixteen months. 16 months so a little bit younger um and are they girls they're both girls yeah both girls no so we've got the same we've got two we've got twin boys and twin girls here so it's be interesting to see if there are any differences in and how they've been um and do you remember right back to the early stages you know um i know they weren't your firstborn, but were, were no. there any challenges you had around and um, getting them sleeping any you know really useful things you found helped well yeah well as you say they weren't my first i have i have a 23 year old and a 15 year old and i've been a nanny for 26 years so i kind of went in going well you know it's just two i can do this yeah. Um, and then had them and realised that, uh, you know, that being a smug mummy was definitely not going to work. Um, <laughs> they, they certainly opened my eyes. Um, they were in um, special care for six weeks and then they were tube fed for a few weeks. Um, and to be honest, the tube feeding made it easier because all you had to do was you got the, I breastfed mine. So I, I had the pump milk and I, I just fed them like that and they were fed and that was done. And then they took the tubes out <laughs> when I came home and uh, it was, um, it was challenging. It is challenging. You've got two babies that want feeding and um, quite often mine fed at the same time, which meant I'd got one on either side and cushions everywhere and, and <laughs> trying to feed them both. And then one had finished before the other and then one would go to sleep. And it was, it, it, it's really difficult trying to get them into a routine and try and get them to sleep um, at the same time. Mine didn't sleep at the same time. Mine used to sleep on a schedule where one would sleep and as they opened their eyes, the other one would drop off. It was like a tag team. And it was to the second. I, I videoed it and it was to the second. Um, they were doing so the 
it was it was a definite relay um and it was it was at that point you you do get into a, a thing like eileen said where you don't look at the future or how it's gonna you know affect how you get them to sleep later on you just want to get through today just to <laughs> so whatever yeah. works yeah yeah um but, yeah. but you know it, it, we i i ended up sort of practically sort of sleeping with them right next to me and you know just getting them off to sleep by feeding them to sleep and and all the things that that, that you do like that um, they weren't swaddled because i couldn't i couldn't do that as well as feeding and, and everything else so mm. um they then wouldn't go in a cot and they've never been in a cot um ever um which has made it more challenging especially doing the sleep nanny you you know and you, you talk about cots and and and, and them sleeping in cots until they're sort of two and a half three yeah. it, it has been a challenge more of a challenge having them um i did i've, I've got floor beds for them mm-hmm. um, they are very good probably better than people than children that have been in a cot before because they kind of made their own boundary then they don't yeah. get out of bed they sit there and cry at me but um <laughs> i can i you know you, you it is it is more difficult not having them in the cot um i suppose getting them into some sort of routine and not caving even though you are absolutely on your knees with tiredness mm. is, is keeping that routine as you say in in the training you know it's sort of sticking to it it's yeah. absolutely sticking to it um and, and keeping going with it and it makes it easier in the long run not that yeah. you know that at the time <laughs> you've got to be ready though haven't you i think you know if you, it's got you've got you've got to be ready and i think until once you you start on survival mode um but yeah. once you decide it's time for a change then you, you know but you do need to be ready as a mum otherwise it's yeah, I can imagine just... And it doesn't matter, I mean, I'm sure Eileen found this, it doesn't matter how many times people tell you, um, you know, sort of, it's going to be hard and you're not going to get any sleep. And you go, yeah, 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 I know, I know. Until you're actually doing it, you don't realise how tired you're actually going to be and how mm. difficult it is to manage these two small creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely getting easier now. And it's been yeah. so much easier. The thing that's helped me is 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 you and 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 sleep oh. nanny really. Um, Good. Um, I I decided when I started the training that I I my first case study would be my own two. Yeah. And if I could get them into a routine and and do that, that would give me the confidence to help others yeah. uh, and see the challenges that were involved with 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 doing sleep nanny with twins. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, you know that that has been my my biggest help really that's amazing and i guess also sort of long term so rather than you know if you were just working with a consultant you would overcome your current challenges in your scenario but give getting the knowledge you're getting that you can apply to any scenario means you can stay on top of it with your two now from this yeah. age right through to sort of five six years old and they'll be you know because there's bound to be twists and turns along the way as they grow and change so um well this is that's it they really get through with so they kind of go through their um their, their leaps don't they mm. my, my two have there's about two weeks between them i've got one twin who who you would say is, is, is very active and very she's far more um you know something goes wrong in her life we have a major breakdown you know she can't have her drink right this second then oh. it's the end of the world whereas the other one is very laid back and it's like, eh, whatever 
So she probably she has to be. <laughs> she kind of goes through things about two weeks after a sister. So yeah, you get them into a routine, and then one starts on a new thing, and then the other one follows. So yes, yes it, it gives me that insight into how to deal with those things and, and, and be able to give suggestions to people. Um, about how to tackle that as well you know this works perhaps it might work with yours or you know sort of maybe yeah. we'll do this yeah. yeah personal experience is, is very valuable to draw upon definitely so um I want to ask both of you so Eileen I mean first of all to you was there a point do you feel there was a point or, or an age so far between naught to two where you felt like you did turn a corner with sleep has, has there been a, a sort of a pivotal time anything you can draw upon yeah so um, pretty much um, the same as what Sally Ann has said in that when I reached out for specialist support um, mm. because the boys were sleeping at different times and during the night they were waking up um, at different times they were waking up um, at like four in the morning you know I yeah. was trying to get to work Dave was trying to get to work and it just wasn't sustainable so um, sleep um, training was actually something that we knew nothing about when the boys were 18 months so it was just last summer um, that we said you know we can't actually function like this anymore as a family it's um, it's just not sustainable and mm. somebody um, recommended um, sleep training and the sleep nanny and said um, you know best money we've ever spent best thing we've ever done wish we knew about this um, before so mm. I got in touch and I started the ball rolling in sleep training my own too mm. and um, I think the biggest thing for me was, um, yes, the boys benefited because they were getting what they needed, but yeah. the biggest thing was my learning and my knowledge and knowing what they needed, um, you know, if they were doing something, why they were doing it or, you know, why they were waking up or I had a, a huge understanding of what was exactly what was going on and how to handle it. Um, yeah. And that helped me to... Um, kind of get control of their routines um, and it helped me to get them to sleep in sync and um, for them to get the same responses from us the whole time um, and from then things have been good things have been under control and think you know we've had long-term results because right. I was able to give them what they needed because I knew yeah. what was happening so that was definitely the turning point for us. Um, but before that, as I say, um, complete guessing game. I, I reached to my health visit a number of times. You know, I, I recall being on in tears um, on the phone to my health visitor um, because um, staffing is an issue and resources are an issue. And um, the receptionist for the health visiting team uh, local to me um, actually said that um, unless that they have concerns about a family then you kind of go into the we don't need to see you pile um, mm. like my, my children weren't even weighed you know like they, they weren't even getting the regular checkups then, you know because yeah. they obviously thought I was getting on okay and they just kind of assumed it was part of the course you've got two children you're just not going to get any sleep it just comes with the territory type thing um, and that was the kind of response that I got when I used to phone in tears saying like I, I need some advice and I need some support here because I don't That's know what I'm doing it's such a shame because actually, you know, 
you took it upon yourself to say, no, this isn't enough. I need more help. And you had the wherewithal to take that action. But there are many mums who wouldn't and that would be in tears and on the phone and being basically, you know, ignored um, because they don't have the, well, they don't not only have the resources, but they also don't have the specialist training to be able to help with this sort of thing. Um, And there'll be so many parents that are suffering. and, And whilst they're not on a, urgent we need to help this family pile actually that can lead to serious mental health problems marital breakdowns you know awful distress and that doesn't help any of the family so thank goodness you had the wherewithal to go well that's not good enough i'm looking elsewhere and um yeah go on the the health visitor she did she did come out eventually because obviously i i was quite distressed and i was quite upset Um, and you know I, I remember her vaguely giving you know she couldn't give me any advice really she gave me a sheet of paper um, with um, some approach with um, sitting with the boys as they were going to sleep on a tour and then moving the tour out of the room mm. um, quite, a, quite a generic kind of um, approach yeah. and I, I remember saying to her okay so will this work with two children sleeping in the same room and she went oh um, well actually I don't know oh that's mm. a good point I don't know if if this will actually work. And that's it. Um, they don't know, do they? No. They just don't. It's and not I, their fault. They just don't no. know. Everything <laughs> was very based on a single child, not two children sleeping. Yeah. So I find it really difficult. I thought you're, you you think that you're trying to help me, but actually I'm yeah. not getting anything from it. The so. intention's good, but yeah. And so it's really amazing then. So really what turned that corner for you was knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. going from like I don't know what I need to do I can't see it this is daunting this is new to somebody shining a light on it for you and not just going do this do that do the other but kind of giving you well why and the you know the purpose of it and yeah. that you're equipped so that's amazing that's yeah. really really cool yeah so Sally-Anne um how how about you was there for you has there been a point um or are you you know you, I, I sense you're sort of working on it still anyway but like it do you feel like there's any sort of corner turning moment or thing that you've um found quite pivotal with the sleep for your twins definitely um definitely again as Eileen said that the sleep training the knowledge um yeah. because you're so tired yeah. Um, you you go you get you can Google anything. I mean, you know yeah. how, how to get children sick, and you get you know two thousand articles. Well, yeah. one I have twins, so how am I on earth am I going to read two thousand articles? And two, I am too tired to read. I want somebody to come and say to me, you know, this is the way you do it. Do this, and you know they're going to sleep because yeah. that's all I needed. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Need so and when you Google that, things, you, you'll find you'll find anything. Like if you whatever you Google, you'll find the answer you want to find. Like the positive, the negative, whatever you're looking for, you'll find it. And, but it's not about you specifically. And I think that's the difference when you talk to a human being about your own situation. Yeah. It, it's unique. Absolutely, and also of course the information is conflicting. One person yeah. will tell you to do it this way. One person will tell you to do it the other way, and you just think, "Well, which, which is right?" I, and then, and then you get to the stage where you panic slightly. So you try one thing for maybe four days, and you think, "Oh, this isn't working." So you try something else. And in that time, now I know, having learned all about it through the sleep sleep nanny training, um, yeah. that's wrong. There's no consistency, and as you say, mm-hmm. Lucy, consistency, consistency, consistency. Really just keep going, yeah. and about the same thing. So 
you know, I mean, we, we've started doing, we, we do now the, the, the four-step fade-out, um, which yeah. is nearly comes to the end of, and, and, and we're doing really well with. And, you know, knowing about the, the, the sleep cycles, they were only mm-hmm. sleeping for an hour in the day. And I was like, well, how, how am I going to get them to go down? You know, they, they're just mm-hmm. sleeping for an hour, they're waking up, they're still grumpy, but they, they're awake. Mm-hmm. And, of course, now, you know, I, I do, I've tried the, the wake-to-sleep technique mm-hmm. um and i just go in and i sort of fumble about for a couple of minutes and sort of they stir and then they go back off and they're sleeping for two hours now which yeah has mm-hmm. helped with everything else yeah so it is knowledge yeah. definitely definitely and, and hand holding having somebody that you can go okay i've done all this and i'm sure i've done it the right way but it's not it's not quite working and somebody yeah. else look at it and go well no because you need to just do this you just need to tweak yeah. it this way a bit and having somebody who's not in the moment can yeah. see the wood from the trees by stepping back and going, okay, yeah. just do this and that. And it may be a small yeah. tweak, like you say, yeah, because it might be, if you feel like something's not working and it's left to your own devices, you may just throw the towel in. But when somebody says, no, no, actually, you're so close, you need to either make this tiny tweak or don't change anything, just keep going because actually you're so close and you're nearly there. Um, whereas like I say without that you may have just gone oh it's not working or tried something different and yeah 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 oh great 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 so if you could go back in time and tell your former self as a new twin mum so I mean like right at the beginning when you're in those early few months um if you could give yourself a piece of advice then what would you tell yourself? Um, Eileen, you can go. Sorry, yeah. Um, so I would say to myself, know that there is specialist trained people in a lot of areas now. So not just sleep, but um, you can get advice and you can get specialist personalised um, information and support um, with a lot of issues nowadays. And to just be informed about what is available and what is appropriate in terms of making sure that you can bring your children up um, as an enjoyable experience so it's not survival and it's not just getting through the day and it's not just trying to work out what's going on when you've actually got no idea Um, being informed making sure that they've got what they need and um, yeah being able to enjoy them off the back of being you know in a much better place of, of knowledge and confidence as well and um, so yeah I would definitely say because it was something that I didn't know about I didn't know that it was um, it was a thing that sleep specialist existed um, uh, as a service so um, so yeah I would say definitely to just be um, to not be worried about looking for what's available and, and using that to, to make yeah. things better for, for me and for my family as well. Mm. I completely relate to that um... And like you said, it, you know, not just sleep, but other challenges. And I wish um, if I went back in time that I'd um, seen somebody, um, a naturopath, um, somebody on that nutritional infant nutrition side, because I had worries and concerns and frustrations around my eldest eating. And 
um, you know, I got very diluted, well-meaning advice, but nothing really solid. And I now believe, having spoken to um, an amazing lady who, who um, I'm, I'm friends with now, and I think, wow, I wish I knew you back then. And the difference that could have made not only to my child, but also, I mean, gosh, it could have been, it could have made a difference to his sleep as well, yeah. and, and all kinds of other things. Um, but, but just not... I didn't know that people like that were out there and able to help. And I think with the world wide web the, and social media and the way things are evolving, um, we're getting so much more exposure to be able to connect with these various experts. And um, it's fantastic. But yeah, definitely having that awareness. Um, yeah. And it's interesting, actually, because, um, you know, as through my work now as a sleep consultant, um, the amount of people that will comment on posts or videos or things and they'll say, um, I wish that I knew that this was around when I had my children because I would have been, you know, your first customer. <laughs> yeah. And it's easy to see that looking back, isn't it? Yeah. So like we say this looking back, they say that kind of thing looking back. But when you're in the moment, there can sometimes be a little resistance to the but maybe I'm supposed to figure this out. Maybe if I'm a good mummy, I can work it out. It's like, no, 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 no. We are not given a manual. You're not supposed to take a mummy degree before you have a baby. You, you learn as you go, but draw upon those experts that know how to guide you. And yeah, it's really great advice, Eileen. Thank you. No um, so, Sally-Anne, yourself, if you could go back to the first month of having your twins, what would you say to yourself what advice would you give i would uh, definitely you know sort of get help from um taking help is is a big thing as you said being a mummy you know you don't you don't get a degree in, in being a mummy and um I, I trained as a midwife as, as well as a nanny and and it was one thing i always always said to everybody you know as long as you have done the best you can in that day then yeah. you're a brilliant mom. You you yeah. have to do the best you can. You don't have to be perfect. Nobody is perfect. No parent is ever going to be perfect. You do the best you can with the information and the day that you've got, and that yeah. is great. Um, and having support from from people like like yourself and 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 is amazing because if you can sort one of the problems so you you had a problem with your 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 one of your children with food or sleep or whatever that problem is if you can get on top of that one thing everything yeah. else starts to fall into place there be that with the child or whether it's just that you gain that little bit more confidence yeah. and then the other things start to fall into place mm. whatever it is you know get get mm. some help and and it would be my my biggest advice you know take that support get that advice and and sort of start down the road for a, an enjoyable childhood because they're so little for so short a time yeah and it's terrible if you're just getting through every day and thinking god yeah. i've made it through another day mm. <laughs> you, know, you want mm. to enjoy it and be able to look back and if you, like, I think it's really, really lovely. And like you say, it's that reminder that, okay, do you know what? If you and your little twins get to the end of the day, everyone's in one piece, you know, everybody's loved, safe, warm, fed, and tucked up in bed, then you've done a great job. Yeah. And that's, you know, especially in that first month, I think that's really, a really important message for, you know, mums of twins that are just going, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? It's like, just do that. And then... If you do find there's something or a challenge and you need help, 
talk to somebody you know it costs nothing to talk to somebody and you might find it's not a big thing but you get that confidence like you said or you might find okay this is something that does need a little bit more work and hats off to you for for reaching out for that help rather than trying to suffer in silence and persevere because that's that's a fool's game as i say <laughs> so um Definitely. I, love that. I love that advice um, any closing thoughts for um, from the two of you for any mums out there who have little twins that are feeling a little daunted? Just any little tips for dealing with twin sleep that you want to leave on the table before we wrap up? Oops, unmute. There you go. So probably just to be really proud of yourself. You know, it is a challenging situation where you are outnumbered by your children and you have two to contend with at the same age and um you know it's 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 an achievement you know not just getting through the day but getting through the years and um, taking them through all the milestones getting through the day and um, there's loads of really different challenges that you face even like getting to a supermarket and trying to find a double trolley and the logistics of everything that you've got to do it takes a lot of organization a lot of planning and um, so yeah i would just say be proud of what you're doing as a twin mum and um, don't be frightened to reach out for help if you need it because it will make things better. Amazing. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would totally agree with that. I would say that, you know, having twins, if, you, if you've had twins, they, they are two unique people that have completely different personalities. It's not like having two exactly the same but do the same things so I mean you'd make a fabulous diplomat if you've been a, a twin mom because um you know you are constantly juggling what these two individuals want at exactly the same time with absolutely no patience and however you tackle it and whatever works for you you're doing a great job and and it you know that is that is all you have to think about it's an amazing experience enjoy it and just sort of relax and get help if you need it on anything that you you find more challenging and there are always things all of us find things more some things more challenging than others um so yeah just just enjoy the experience and don't get overwhelmed take all the help you can get <laughs> lovely oh there's, there's such great advice from both of you and it's so lovely to have the opportunity to talk with two of our twin mums we have more um at the sleep nanny but two of our twin mums who were also sleep nanny consultants as well so um very well equipped um you know, hopefully you'll, you'll not see any difficulties now although sometimes you know you might need to talk to each other because you can get lost in it when it's your own situation can't you so um, absolutely both thank you so so much both of you for joining us um on this i'm i'm sure it's going to help lots of other twin mummies out there and daddies um, yeah. on their journey as well so uh, yeah can't thank you enough hey i hope you enjoyed this episode and it serves you well please share it with a friend who will really appreciate it and don't forget to subscribe for free to sleep nanny insiders where you'll get the latest episodes info and free tools to help you even more Head over to thesleepnanny.com now or check out the show notes for a link to subscribe and I'll catch you again very soon.